This episode of Weaving the Wild, we're grounding into the earthy nourishment and healing of the Virgo new moon. Mm -mm, She's going to be so delicious, so let's dive in and talk about it. Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Weaving the Wild podcast. In this space, we are reclaiming and remembering the wildish wisdom and knowledge that lies deep within our bones and reconnecting to those parts of ourselves that are both ancient and familiar. We talk about it all, awakening our collective wildness and dropping back into our bodies, honoring our cyclical rhythms, connecting to our roots, embracing our intuitive nature and living embodied within the feminine. I'm Rachel Hodgins, and I'm honored to be walking this path beside you. Let's dive in. The Virgo new moon will take place on Saturday, August 27th at 6.17pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's time to come back to basics, back to your roots and to tend to your foundations. I get a real new moon, new you kind of vibe when it comes to this Virgo new moon. And while it doesn't necessarily mean setting your sights on something brand new to work toward, although it might, the energy and the wisdom of Virgo is actually asking you to refine your vision rather than expand it. How does that feel? When I say that, how does that resonate in your body? With all the talk about, you know, you can do anything, you can have it all, broaden your horizons and and all of that beautiful, you know, big vision talk. How does it feel to think about grounding it in and actioning it, integrating it, doing the things I know it might sound a bit silly, but I find Virgo energy to be a big sigh of relief right now. There have been big energies at play over recent months, big shifts happening, a lot of feels, (laughs) a lot of water and a lot of thoughts and ideas percolating, releasing, clearing, clarifying. And while it's all been beautiful and needed, in its own way for each of us, there is something about the earthy wisdom of Virgo as she invites us to bring it all home, to bring it all down to earth that just feels good, (laughs) needed even. It's like, finally, I can start to make sense of all of this. Finally, I can bring it all together. I can get going again. Maybe you're feeling this too as we kind of shift from winter into spring here in the Southern Hemisphere. Virgo season corresponds with the rising of spring here. And there's always the urge to get going, to begin. We're stirring from the slumber of winter and starting to stretch our limbs into the flittering sunlight and that still brisk air. Or if you're in the Northern Hemisphere and you're finding yourself near summer's end, maybe you're also feeling your own sense of coming down to earth. 
maybe after the busy summer and the, the travel, the gatherings, or just, you know, just the high peak of energy that summer brings. Maybe you're feeling the earth shift and things start to slow down now. And maybe there's a part of you that's also desiring that to come back to your roots, to simplify, to establish your routine again, to ground yourself. So these energies, wherever you're at, are heavily influenced by the season that you you find yourself in. But no matter where you are in the world, they're also flavored by the energy that Virgo brings to the mix. What makes Virgo unique among the earth signs is the way in which she supports us to ground and integrate that which we desire into our life. She rules the sixth house, which is all about our daily actions and routines, in particular, our health, our well-being and our work. And I'm just going to say here, when I talk about work in Virgo's perspective and in the sixth house, we're talking about the day-to-day. So sometimes our work might be work with a capital W, you know, that's very much our Capricorn energy, the the legacy we do, our our purpose, what we're here to to do in the broad scheme, the, the big picture. But Virgo, she's all about how we show up each and every day that contributes to the greater picture, to the greater whole. This new moon and Virgo season in general, really, Virgo is asking us to look at and really refine the routines and habits that make up our daily lives. Virgo is detail-oriented. So when I said earlier that she's asking us to refine rather than expand our vision, it's, it's not that she doesn't want us to dream big, not at all, right? But, but as I said, Virgo's medicine is in taking that big picture and calling and grounding it into action. To do that, Virgo's gift is in the details. It's taking that big picture and breaking it down into small, actionable steps. It's the fine print, right? Virgo says, I love your vision. I adore the light that you are here to create in this world. Now, let's make a plan and make it happen. Now would be a powerful time to really feel into what you feel called to create in your life and commit to a game plan to make it happen. This is about the small steps, remember? They they don't need to be giant leaps here. Take a deep breath and ask yourself, what is the very first step that I need to take to begin? And what would follow that? Baby steps. One step at a time, you are grounding that vision into reality, into your life. Now, here's the thing. I I do believe that this moon is a great time to anchor in big visions too. Virgo's earthy energy is a really powerful ally in turning those big lofty dreams into actionable steps, yeah? But there's, there's an even more simple medicine to this moon and I don't want you to overlook it. Break down those big goals, yes, but something about Virgo asks us to slow down and dial our focus in into something even more simple. 
This is a moon to tend to your foundations. And this is something that is easily overlooked as we're working hard toward manifesting our dreams, right? When we become so focused on the end goal, we can push and strive our way toward it, often at the expense of everything else. And there's multiple layers as to why this doesn't serve us, right? I mean, on a wider level, I find there's this interesting phenomenon when we focus solely on creating and achieving the vision or the goal, right? Where even if we achieve it, we haven't actually integrated it. We haven't grounded it into our bodies and into our our lives, the rest of our lives even. We've focused all our energy into the sheer force of creating it, often as quickly as possible, that to maintain it, once we've, we've got it, whatever it may be, dream job, dream life, house, family, whatever it may be. But once we've created it, to be able to maintain it can be even more taxing and depleting because our lives and our, our very beings haven't had the opportunity to ground and integrate it. So it's, it's like this big ball that we, we keep having to carry around above our heads, separate to everything else that's going on in our lives. And the moment that we do need to tend to something else, say a friend in need or our health or anything really, we, we have to take one hand off that ball. And we're left with one hand trying to hold the ball up while juggling everything else with the other eventually that ball falls down, often along with much more. (laughs) And this is why it's often not enough to be just keeping things together, right? We know that feeling because when a crack starts to form, if one thing starts to go, often it's our health, which Virgo is very much associated with. But Say we're just keeping things together, we're just holding that ball up and our health goes. Suddenly everything comes falling down or a relationship falls apart and everything else comes falling down with it. So in both an energetic and a practical sense, it's really important that as we are calling in and creating our vision for our lives, whatever that may be, we're also grounding it in. We're also allowing it to integrate into the life that we're living now. And this process needs to take time. It won't happen overnight or in a week even. It's gradual. And that's the point. It is showing up small steps every day. That's the integration So that's the first piece that I wanted to touch on here. Quantum leaps are great, but if we're not ready to actually receive and integrate and hold the energy of what lies beyond, we're not going to be able to maintain it. And how do we do that? Well, that is where Virgo really comes in to work her magic here. Because if we want to be welcoming containers for all that we wish to call in, we need to make sure that there are no leaks 
A building is only as strong as its foundations. If you were to run in and just start building up, up, up to the heavens, it's not going to take long before the whole thing starts to tumble to the ground. Any structure needs a solid bedrock. It needs sturdy pillars. A tree's roots are at least as deep and wide as the branches that it stretches above. So how are your pillars looking? I often share with those that I'm working one-on-one with that our foundations are, are actually very simple. They truly are ground level. And the way that I see it, our foundations include good food, good water, good sleep and rest, movement and connection, both to others and to something greater, you know, the the earth, God, source, whatever that may be. These are the basic roots of our human slash animal needs. We're not solitary beings. We need connection. We're not meant to be stagnant or to sit in one spot all day. We need sleep and we need nourishment. How simple can you get? (laughs) It's so simple, it's almost too easy to forget or to overlook. So this new moon, I invite you to feel into this question. What do you need and how can you nourish yourself in order to be the vessel that holds all that you desire? And coming back to Virgo ruling the sixth house here, you might like to look at your daily routines and habits, especially when it comes to your health and well-being. Virgo is an earth sign, remember, that's very much focused on your physical health, treating your body as a temple. Something else that comes deliciously within Virgo energy is her gift of service. The mantra for Virgo is, I serve. It's so beautiful. And as a sign, she's represented by the virgin goddess. Virgin here is in the ancient root of the word, which before it took on the meaning that we know today, it actually meant sovereign woman. Unbeholden, unwedded. A virgin goddess simply represents sovereignty, whole and complete unto herself. And to me, this is probably the most beautiful thing of all about Virgo. She is so deeply attuned to her needs. She's so fully nourished. She is whole and complete and fulfilled. And therefore, she has so much to give. From overflow, right, to the rest of the world. She gives not because she has to and not not from an empty cup. She gives from desire, from love, from abundance. She gives from a place that is grounded, serene, patient, in trust and wholly resourced to do so. And because of this, her service her gift to the world, whatever that may be, is so deeply nourishing to those who get to receive it. Virgo teaches us that to serve others, we must first understand how to serve ourselves. We must treat ourselves, and in particular our bodies, 
as the divine temples and beings that we are. We must honor our own nourishment, our time and our energy, our need for rest, for replenishment, for clear and beautiful environments, both inner and outer, in which we live and create from. This new moon, the invitation is to honor you, to commit to you, your needs, your well-being, your foundations and pillars to commit to really nourishing and strengthening those pillars that serve you so that you can create and receive. This is equally as important in preparing for times of challenge, which do come, you know, we're not going to put our head in the sand about that. Having strong foundations, having roots that stretch deep are essential. It's what supports us to weather any storm. As it passes, our roots, our foundations, the pillars of our health, our our well-being, our daily habits and routines that support and nourish us are what carry us through. They become our anchors instead of, you know, getting thrown in the air. They are what can ground us and keep us steady while things get rough. But that's not the vibe that I really wanted to focus on here. Truly, I invite you to take a deep breath right now. And just breathe in the gift of this Virgo new moon. The fresh inspiration, the motivation, the self-love and self-nourishment that Virgo demonstrates in her own embodiment as divine goddess. And whether you're feeling the inspiration and the motivation to get going or not, whether you're maybe feeling stuck still or unclear or unmotivated, the energy of this time is refinement, order and organization, healing, nourishment, devotion and commitment it's about creating clarity and focusing on the small print the small steps be aware though of overcommitment and work be aware of perfectionism obsessiveness being overly critical of yourself and others and feeling overly dependent or kind of too structured in your routines or health these are some of the ways that Virgo's shadow can come out and if you're interested in hearing more about that you might like to go back and listen to the last Virgo full moon episode that I shared earlier this year because I dive into the shadows a lot deeper there but this episode I really want to keep this light and simple because that's where the medicine is my love embrace it Enjoy it. Before we dive into some ways to work with this new moon, I just want to quickly share with you about Wildkin, my upcoming offering that begins on September 7th. This is the third season of Wildkin, and I'm so excited to share with you the path that we'll be weaving and exploring within the space of our three sacred ceremonies. This season of Wildkin is titled The Womb Journey, and together we'll be venturing into the sacred ground of the womb, 
embarking on three separate ceremonies that one by one take us deeper into the sacred landscape of the womb space. And to give you a taste of exactly where this journey will take us, I want to quickly share with you the names of each ceremony as they reveal themselves. Because let me tell you, these ceremonies and this entire season of Wildkin are 100% womb-led. I can feel her speaking. This season is truly womb-crafted. Womb is creating and calling the shots here. So... Ceremony one, as instructed by she, is titled Mapping the Sacred Terrain. Ceremony two is called The Voice of the Womb, where we'll be attuning to your deep womb intelligence as well as activating the connection between the womb and your throat and voice. And ceremony three will be Clearing the Inner Temple. I'm not going to reveal too much more than that, but I can tell you that this season will be both sacred ceremony and journeying as well as sacred womb teachings. So we will begin with a short teaching component that might include womb wisdom, womb law, feminine physiology, sacred feminine mysteries, teachings, all that yummy stuff to really help us anchor and drop into and understand what we're doing and why within each ceremony. And then you'll be guided on a beautiful, potent journey into womb ceremony. This container is going to be live for six weeks, and then you will maintain access to the replays for another three months. So you can continue to come back and journey with these ceremonies to go deeper and deeper and really integrate where they take you. It's going to be truly a profound and deeply healing space, whether you're brand new on your womb journey or not, whether you have a physical womb or not, this space just truly is going to create big ripples and big shifts. And I'm, I'm confident some really deep shifts in your own embodiment and healing moving forward. So if you want to join us, the link is in the show notes. There is the most beautiful circle growing around this sacred fire, and it would be so wonderful to see you join us there. Okay, let's look at some ways that we can work with this new moon and Virgo season overall, shall we? Number one, this is a time to refresh your daily habits and routines. I feel like no matter where you are in the world, there is something about the transitionary seasons of spring and autumn that really kind of spark this desire to kind of reset almost. So no matter whether you're entering spring or shifting into autumn or fall, <laughs> depending on where you are, take this opportunity to really refocus and refine your daily habits and routines, to set some healthy rituals for yourself, to ground and really integrate the, the habits that you know truly serve you. And in particular, because Virgo does teach us that the body is the temple, you might like to use this time to really focus on your health and your well-being, on incorporating and integrating routines and habits in your, your day-to-day that support your health, that support your body, that nourish your body. 
How might you freshen things up if things are a little bit stale? Where have things kind of become a bit loose or a bit leaky? How can you really kind of solidify So maybe that's to do with diet. Maybe that's to do with movement. Maybe that's to do with your own self-care. How can you nourish yourself? This might even just be incorporating beautiful herbal teas in your morning routine. And that would be such a beautiful thing, again, given that Virgo is an earth sign, bringing in that earthy medicine of of plants as well. Um, But absolutely, this is a time to really hone in on the steps that you're taking each day and your, your daily habits and routines. From that, number two is to declutter. And this is on all levels, whether it's, you know, decluttering your home, your schedule, your mind, which, you know, can look like meditation or journaling, wherever there is clutter, this is a time to really harness Virgo's gift for organization and order to clear out, to create a beautiful, clear space from which to begin again. So I feel like this is a perfect time again, whether you're in spring or autumn, it doesn't really matter. I I feel like these transitionary seasons really spark this desire to tend to your nest almost and to really do a a clear out and a decluttering as a way of, of dropping in and grounding and tending to our home space. So take this opportunity this new moon to declutter, to let go, to clear out. And I do mean this physically. I'm not just saying about the mind, although that (laughs) that counts too. But I do mean looking in your home space, looking where you have built up clutter and stuff and the areas that are holding stagnant energy in your home and clearing that out to allow new energy or at least energy to move rather than to just sit in stagnancy. I would also invite you to do so with your schedule and with your commitments that fill up your calendar. This is a beautiful time to sit down and look at where you are spending your energy, where your energy feels most full and busy, I suppose you would say. If you are seeing in your calendar not a lot of white space or blank space if you are seeing on certain days that they are busier and more cluttered than others this is an opportunity for you to tend to that to see how you can simplify to declutter and create some spaciousness again for energy to flow in your life so i feel like number one and number two here work together quite nicely and it would be a really beautiful time at this new moon period to really do a refresh and a reset overall and to begin that commitment to tend to your daily habits and routines and to declutter and clear your space around you. Number three is I invite you just to take notice of where you're feeling tension, frustration or irritable around this time. And this is because at the same time as our new moon, we also have Mars squaring our new moon and sun. And I won't go into all of the details, but essentially a square positioning creates tension. It's not really a smooth or easeful meeting or combination of energies, right? The energies are at odds with one another. 
sort of. So Mars is our planet of force, of drive, of stamina. It's also our planet of passion. When it comes to making things happen, Mars gives us the initiative, the spark, the drive and the fire to get out and make it happen. So Mars is a very forward moving, chomping at the bit kind of energy. And the way that it's really working with this new moon is it's basically highlighting to you where things are being halted or stalled or where you're feeling blocked essentially in your life where you want to be making things happen. And you will feel this, you'll notice this by feeling tension in those areas, by feeling frustration and irritable. And that's quite natural because again, Mars, when it's 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 got all of this gusto and, and energy and, and will to to do and to get going and to, you know, yeah go and do the things. And if someone's holding it back or something is standing in its way, it gets frustrated, gets really like sort of energy. So when we experience something like this and we don't necessarily hold an awareness around it, we're not consciously inquiring or checking in, we might just feel really shitty. (laughs) We might just be like, oh, why is nothing fucking working at the moment? Or why can't blah, 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 blah. But when we're aware of this, when we can take note of, oh, I'm feeling really frustrated by this or in this area at the moment, I'm feeling really frustrated and I just feel really constricted and held back because all I want to do is this and blah, 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 blah. It's, you know, it's not working. (laughs) That is something to take note of. This is Mars pointing, it's signposting to you. This is where we are needing to clear. This is where we are being halted and requiring energy to open and move. And so if you're feeling this, if you notice this kind of sense of frustration or tension come up or arise for you around this time, first off, the invitation is to take a deep breath and ground. And yes, of course, that sounds so simple, (laughs) but understand that Mars is a fiery energy and it can really get itself quite worked up. It it doesn't like to be pent up, otherwise it's going to blow, right? And so if we're kind of over attaching to that energy, we're not really serving ourselves. We can hold the awareness and the insight that it creates, but we need to ground ourselves before we act, right? Before we react. (laughs) So first and foremost, Take note, oh, I'm feeling tension. I'm feeling really frustrated or cranky or irritable or shitty about something. And I don't even necessarily know why. Then give yourself the opportunity just to ground and pull yourself out of the heightened energy and gain some clarity with that newfound insight of, okay, this is where I'm being shown that energy is blocked or halted right now. This is where it's being highlighted to me that I need to create some space or I need to open the gates in some way. And then we can use the beautiful guidance and energy of this Virgo new moon and Virgo sun. You know, Virgo season is when the sun spends its few weeks in the sign of Virgo. Breaking down the big picture into small, achievable steps, I will say, that can carry us through while also really grounding and allowing ourselves just to breathe and be present, I suppose you could say. 
So number three is to notice where you're feeling tension, frustration, and irritable because that is Mars speaking to you right now, my love, as it squares our new moon and sun. And finally, I'm going to combine these last two points. So number four and five is to slow down and be in nature as much as possible and to connect to the seasons around you, which I've been talking about this whole episode, it seems. (laughs) So first off, again, Virgo is an earth sign. She calls us back to nature. When we are connected to nature, we're reminded that we don't need to rush. We don't need to attach to perfectionism either. Everything is okay, even if it doesn't feel okay. Nothing is static in this world. Everything changes and shifts, even you, even this moment. And this is something that really shifts and settles And when we remember this. You know, our bodies remember this when we spend time in nature and with the earth So gift yourself this opportunity to really ground into her sweet energy at this time. And in that, that same sense, connect to the seasons around you. Virgo is deeply anchored into the energy of nature. She's an earth sign, as I said. So this is naturally where she feels at home. And her energy is deeply feminine. She holds the rhythms and the medicine of nature. She invites you to anchor into those rhythms that weave you back into the fabric of all that is nourishing and greater than you. You are a part of that. So take the time to connect with the energy of earth and her seasons, wherever that may be in the world that you find yourself in. Again, as I touched on earlier, Virgo season comes during this kind of transitionary period we're kind of stepping out of one season and into the next so how can you hold space for that how can you connect with the season and the energy that's surrounding you into your own life how can you bring the season and nature into your home what seasonal activities and rituals can you practice can you call in and embody the aesthetic, you know, the vibe even more in your home, your work, your cooking, in the way that you you catch up with friends or family. Connecting with the shifts in the seasons are a really great way to prompt us to update and ground new habits and rituals. So they ask us to check in and to, to see that our daily lives are still serving us. Often our needs and our desires change depending on the season and, and the weather even, you know. So anchoring your new moon intentions and your new focused or refined daily habits and routines and rituals into the season and into the energy of the earth can be a really supportive tool in seeing that that kind of is ongoing and and you're able to to maintain that until such a time as the seasons shift again and we're prompted to to reassess what we're needing and desiring so just to rehash We have number one being refresh your daily habits and routines, particularly in terms of your own health and well-being and tending to your body as a temple that deserves nourishment. Number two is to declutter and really reset and clear the energy surrounding you at the time. Number 
Three is to notice where you're feeling tension, frustration, or irritability, because that is Mars really working his magic this new moon. And number four is to slow down, be in nature, connect to the cyclical rhythms of the earth and the seasons around you. Okay, my loves, how are you feeling? <laughs> What's this new moon stirring up for you? Does this all resonate? I really love hearing from you. So feel free to reach out. You can DM me on Instagram or drop me an email. I also want to share something very special. I have an important little announcement right now. I am opening just two spaces to work with me one-on-one -on -one for the remainder of 2022. So I'm looking for two beautiful souls who are ready to dive deep into cyclical living and feminine embodiment, unraveling the threads that hold you back, clearing the muck and the clutter that keep you disconnected, unclear and acting from fear. And we'll be reweaving new stories that anchor you into your truth connected to your intuition, your cyclic rhythm, your womb's wisdom, rooted in the feminine and to the earth so that you can feel deeply nourished and inspired by the life that you are creating and living right now. This mentorship is three months long, complete with both deep dive calls and Voxer style coaching in between our calls. So you will have me in your corner, unraveling and sweeping out the old, as well as anchoring the feminine and cyclic living principles as we go. This is deep and powerful work. And if you're feeling called to dive in and make this your focus for the remainder of this year, reach out my love. And let's see if this is for you. As I said, I'm only opening two more spaces now to see out 2022. And I'm really excited to connect with you two beautiful souls and make some magic. I hope you have a beautiful new moon, gorgeous heart. May it bring you the healing, the clarity and the nourishment moving forward to see you thrive and bloom in absolute abundance. I'm sending a lot of love and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I'm walking my path here on Jaja Wurrung country and I acknowledge the Jaja Wurrung elders past and present.